0: Hi there, it's Megan Mitchell from Agents of Change. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you enjoy the content, please check out my ASWB test prep courses for the bachelor's, master's, and clinical exams. Each Agents of Change course includes more than 30 key topics that closely match the ASWB KSA content areas. Our content is great for both auditory and visual learners and includes video walkthroughs, supplemental materials, hundreds of practice questions, and twice monthly live study groups with me. You can learn more and get 10 free practice questions at agentsofchangeprep.com. This is Megan Mitchell with Agents of Change, and today we're going to be talking about how to approach questions. So this is going to be one of my social work shorts, where I give you some brief, concise tips. And today's going to be important because we're not talking about content, we're talking about strategy. So what we'll be doing is I'll be giving you some tips and tricks, some tools that you can access on test day, When you're approaching those questions that are maybe tricky to you or require that critical thinking, we're going to be using a strategy called the five W's. So there are several types of questions on the exam. Three, recall, application, and reasoning. Recall questions, these are few and far between on the test because these are just really basic knowledge. These questions require you to remember a fact or concept. For example, a medication question is a recall question, right? You have to know the medication, you produce the answer. There's no higher level thinking for recall other than remembering um, something that you have read in your studying. The second type of question are application questions. These questions require you to not only recall information but you need to take that information and apply it to case scenarios or real life situations. So now maybe it's referring to defense mechanisms. You not only need to know what the defense mechanism is, you need to be able to identify it or use it in a case scenario or real life situation. So it's taking that knowledge one step further. Lots of application questions on this exam. The next type of questioning is reasoning. These questions are the most difficult, they require the most brain power, and they require critical thinking skills. What does reasoning do? You not only need to recall the information, you not only need to apply it, but you need to synthesize, examine the details, and problem solve. So these are going to be a little bit trickier because it requires, like I said, that higher order thinking, that critical thinking, and it's going to require that you are able to comprehend what you're reading. Okay. So let's talk strategy. You need to have a strategy for answering questions. Um, Sometimes people say, I'm having a really hard time. And I say, what's your strategy? And they say, I don't have one. You want to have, when I say strategy, you want to have some tools in your back pocket so that when you get into the test, no matter what type of question you get, even if it's um, a concept or something that you've never seen before, you're going to be able to use some tools that you have to get you closer to the right answer. If you see a question and you really just don't know, don't just pick a random answer um, without using some of those tools and trying your best effort first. So you wanna have a strategy. And this is going to help you with efficiency and what do i mean if you don't have a strategy and you're spending so much time on a question you're not going to get through all of the questions right 170 questions four hours so you want to be efficient you want to know what you're looking for in a question you want to know how you can best answer the question if you are in your studying and you feel like you're not able to analyze these analyze question stems so you're reading the question and you're not really able to pull out the details you're not able to synthesize, you want to focus on building out a strategy. And just like the content in the book is important, strategy is important too. You need to know how to approach questions, break them down, and analyze them. Here's some advice I give for test day, some tools to put in your toolbox. Read each question twice before looking at the answers. Why? Test day, your adrenaline is going to be going. You might be going a little bit faster than you normally would. Second time through, you can pick up on some details you missed the first time. Every word matters on this exam, so you want to make sure that you're being very careful to read thoroughly. Read all answers before thinking about choosing an answer. Sometimes our minds might want to jump to an answer choice. Oh, I know C is correct. However, stop yourself Read every answer and analyze every answer before choosing an answer. This is also kind of another checks and balances to make sure you're not rushing or missing any information. Always use process of elimination. You're always going to have four answer choices, A, B, C, and D. You want to eliminate as many as possible that you know right off the bat are not correct. Why? Much easier, much more efficient you're going to be in a much better place if you're down to two answer choices rather than four biggest advice i can give is eliminate answers if you can get it down to two it's going to be much easier and your chances of getting the answer right are a lot higher and you want to eliminate answers that are too extreme or do not answer the question stem what this means is don't jump to actions that are not necessary yet right Meet the client where they are, meet the question where it is, meet the problem right where it's at. For example, we're not going to call the police, jump to that action if it's not necessary. If it, if it constitutes that, yes, but don't jump ahead, don't jump to extreme action. Some, might, some answer choices are going to be not appropriate or too extreme at this time. So make sure you're being really mindful of that do not add or assume anything that's not in the question stem. If it doesn't mention it in the question stem and you don't find a way to reason to this information, it's not gonna probably be in the answer. What I mean, if it does not say the client is taking medication, we're not going to assume the client is taking medication, right? If it does not say the client is unable to care for themselves, We're not going to assume that unless there are clues that tell us otherwise. So don't add any information, Um, just stick with the, the clues, the words in the question stem. Don't add anything, don't delete anything. Everything you need is gonna be right there. Everything you need is going to be right there. Also, check your answer. If your answer doesn't make sense with what the question asks, it's probably not the right answer. Okay. The five W's, and you're probably thinking, what is this? It's very old school. Think of when you were back at elementary school. We're talking the five W's, who, what, where, when, and why. That application of those W's that you were testing on way back when, when you were doing reading passages, that's going to help you on this test. And I'll go through each of them in just a minute. But why this is helpful It's a tool. It's not going to work in every case. It's something to help you organize your thinking and organize the information in a question stem. So what what this does is it forces you to comprehend what the question's asking, right? It's going to say who is involved, what is going on, where is the client, when did this occur, and why does this matter? So Some of those skills that we learned way back when, they're coming back now and they're going to be helpful to us. If you're stuck on a reasoning question, and remember those reasoning questions require critical thinking, you're analyzing information, you're synthesizing. If you're stuck, think of these five W's. It's not going to work on every question. It's a tool to use if you're struggling or you don't know. So that if you're stuck, you're not just going to say, oh, I have no idea. You pick an answer and you move on think of these five W's and use it to your advantage. And like I said down here, remember you're always building up that toolbox. You wanna have tools that are gonna help you get towards success on test day. Okay, so let's break it down. I'm going to present a question here. This question, and we're going to use the five W's throughout, and then we will answer it at the end. So we're really going to put these skills in action, and you'll get to see what it looks like to use the five W's. So here's our question. A social worker is collecting information for family therapy. The family consists of a mother, father, and two children ages 14 and 8. The parents report they want to spend, quote, quality time together, but whenever they try, everyone ends up fighting. The 14-year-old daughter looks visibly annoyed and states her parents treat her like a baby. The 8-year-old says he wants to play with kids in the neighborhood and go to his friends' houses, but his parents say family time at home is more important. The social worker should focus treatment on... Notice here, this is a very lengthy question stem. Not all of the questions will look like this, but some might be longer than others. This is a question that you need to synthesize a lot of information. There's a lot going on here. So, this is going to be our question. We're going to use those five W's to break it apart, pull out the information that's important. So, let's start with who. What does who mean? Who is my client? So, is this an individual? Is this a couple? Um, is it a group? Is it a family? Here I have highlighted and bolded what information is going to help us for who. Who's coming to therapy today? Who, who's, who's here with us? It's a family because that states for us right here. Family therapy and family units can all be made up of different individuals. Here it's a mother, father, and two children. Ages matter too, age 14 and 8. So we have a four-person family here. That is who our client is. What. What here means what is the presenting problem? What is the question asking? What does the social worker need to do? So here, what is the presenting problem? They're here for family therapy, right? Because they want to spend quality time together and When they do, everyone ends up fighting. So that's the presenting problem. What is the question asking? This is asking, what should the social worker focus treatment on, right? It's not asking, um, what is the presenting problem? It's saying social worker needs to focus treatment, what should it be on? The last question to consider, what does the social worker need to do, right? So what do we need to do given this information that we're dealing with the family? They end up fighting. That is the what. Where? Very simple. What setting am I in? Where is the client? So are you in a hospital, school, inpatient? Are you in the office with the client? Are you in the home? Are you on the phone? Are you virtual? Where are you with the client? Notice in this question, there's no explicit information about setting or location. That's why not every single time will you get every piece of these five W's. So here, we don't know where we're at with the physical location. So we will move on to the next W. Sometimes you will see things like you are working in a school. That would be that where that you want to point out. When, and when you are thinking of when, it's always time-based, right? When did you meet this client? When did their therapeutic relationship begin? When did symptoms occur, if you have that information? Or when did the problem start? So here, the only time clue that we have, the only when information we have, is that you're collecting information for family therapy. That is going to require that you apply some knowledge. When do you collect information? usually in the beginning stages. So the one here, this family is probably new to us because we're getting information about the presenting problem. Let's see. Why? This is our last one, who, what, where, when, why. Why is where you're going to use that problem solving, that critical thinking. Why is the help of a social worker needed? So why did this family come to us? Why does this question matter? Why are these clues given to me? So this is where you have to synthesize and analyze. So let's read this again. Social worker is collecting information for family therapy. Why would we need to collect information? Because we need to assess what's going on. The family consists of a mother, father, and two children, ages 14 and eight, The parents report they want the family to spend quality time together, but whenever they try, everyone ends up fighting. Why do we need to know this information? Because it's showing that there's some sort of breakdown in communication. The 14-year-old looks visibly annoyed and states her parents treat her like a baby. Why is that important? Gives us her perspective. She gives us a little bit of knowledge of what's going on. Eight-year-old says he wants to play with kids in the neighborhood and goes to his friend's house but family says family time is more important. Why are they telling us that? Also shows us the perspective of the eight-year-old. We're talking about family here. So remember, we have the family unit all coming together. And then the social worker should focus treatment on, right? What's going to be the main focus given the information we have? So let's analyze this a little bit further. Social worker here needed to help the family with communication. They wouldn't have come for therapy if there wasn't a breakdown. Clues that give us more why information are the 14-year-old's perspective and the 8-year-old's perspective. And then ask yourself, why is this important? Why do you think they're telling us this? Sometimes it's not important and it's a distractor. So if you see distracting information, it's there because it's trying to get you away from seeing what this main problem is. So why is this important? All this information they give us we need to see that their family expectations are not in line. Parents want more family time, 14-year-old said she's being treated like a baby, eight-year-old wants to play with friends. There is some expectation, some communication breakdowns, and it's causing conflict. We took all that information we had and we analyzed it to understand the question better. Okay, now here are your answer choices. Let's read it one more time. Social worker is collecting information for family therapy. Family consists of a mother, father, and two children ages 14 and 8. Parents report they want the family to spend quality time together, but whenever they try, everyone ends up fighting. 14-year-old daughter looks visibly annoyed and states her parents treat her like a baby. The eight-year-old says he wants to play with kids in the neighborhood and go to his friend's houses, but his parents say family time at home is more important. The social worker should focus treatment on, A, helping the family establish appropriate roles and boundaries, B, developmental levels and communication strategies for each child, C, facilitating activity-based family interactions to build on the strengths the family presents with. D, connecting the family in meaningful ways through role play. Now we gotta use those skills that we just used to break down the question to start to eliminate. So let's walk this through. What do we know is not gonna be the focus of treatment? We can automatically rule out answer choice B. B is going to be out. Developmental levels and communication strategies for each child. When we're talking family therapy, we look at the family as a whole. We would never just single out any individual. B, only talks about the children. That's not going to help the family as a unit. Okay. Next, we can rule out. C, facilitating activity-based family interactions to build on the strengths the family presents with. There's nothing here that says we're working from a strengths-based approach and There's nothing here that says we're at the point where we'd be doing activity-based interactions. C does not answer the question we're given, which is what is treatment gonna be focused on, given all this information we just had. And we know here communication, expectations, boundaries are an issue. Our last one we can eliminate is D, connecting the family in meaningful ways through role play. Nothing here suggests that at this point, we need to role play with the family, that might be a a viable option. It's not the best option. It should not be the main focus of treatment. Given all the clues we were given, A is the best answer. Helping the family establish appropriate roles and boundaries. Ask yourself, does that make sense? Well, yes, it does make sense because Children want something different than parents, and we need to think of the ages of the kids. What's appropriate at 14 and 8? They want to be with their friends, right? Um, So what would be the focus of treatment is helping the family establish these boundaries, establish these roles, and that will help them with the communication. So notice here, there's a lot of skills that were at play This was just to demonstrate for you how to use those five W's. Who, what, where, when, why. This should not be used for every question. It should be used when you're stuck, right? So maybe you're stuck and you're just like, I have no idea. Ask yourself these things. Who's my client? Why does this matter? Where are they in the therapeutic relationship? All that's going to give you some more tools to help you make a better guess, if you're stuck. So I suggest playing around with using these five W's, going through some practice questions and seeing if you're able to pull apart these important clues. And this will be helpful to you on test day so that you're not just reading over and over and over and not organizing your thoughts. So the five W's really just gives you a framework to build upon. And I hope that you will find it helpful. The more you practice what we just did, the quicker it will get. The more you practice, you might be able to do it in 20 to 30 seconds. So the more you practice, the better it will get. And hopefully this will help you study smarter, not harder, because we know here time is of the essence. And of course, I always want to remind you, you got this. This test is hard. However, it's achievable. You have the skills in you. Develop those skills and know that you got this. Um, And just taking the step forward in your studies to go forward with testing, that's something that should be celebrated. Thank you.